I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone. It's Jack, Andrew, and Ross here once again. Get your crowns on and your jewels out, because on Saturday, it's time for WWE Crown Jewel 2023. Yes, it is. The moot... Right. Up the sports washing. The mo- Up the sports. <laughs> washing. Washing. The moot... Yeah. The mood, the mood, the mood behind the curtain has been desperate, scrambling for ideas for these pitches. Oh no, no, they're all fire on my computer here. Oh well, Andrew was Andrew was panicking before, not mm. panicking, just despondent. And I went, "Don't worry, Andrew," because last night when I was trying to write these, inspiration just struck me. And I two, wish that would happen once to me. Two, <laughs> my first two. Really, really good. Well, I can we'll promise that now. Well, we will be the judges now because this, the way this series works is that we'll go around in a circle, each delivering a pitch, Ross, then Andrew, then myself, three times, and we'll end up with nine wonderful pitches for Crown Jewel. But remember the golden rule. It's not what we think is going to happen. It's what we want to happen. Ooh, the yeah. cadence there. Julie Mania. Julie Mania. This could be a WrestleMania card as far mm. as I'm concerned. Oof, they're stacked the it deck. It is a big card. Do you want to start us off? I'll try. Uh, this one comes from Seth Rollins' promo on this week's Raw where he made Drew McIntyre look like a right dickhead when he's saying, Oh, you didn't win the WWE Championship like you dreamed. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. There's people out there who lost their jobs and couldn't buy food during that pandemic, yet you're moaning about that. I thought you made Drew McIntyre look like a right brat. So simply, this pitch has to be that Drew McIntyre cheats and wins the title, but it doesn't stop there. As the watching world is up in arms, Drew is no longer a justified kilted crusader. He is a professional wrestling bad boy, good and proper now. He's a dirty heel. Post-match, Seth Rollins gets his microphone in his hand, or just any random microphone. Might be his own, might be somebody else's. And he cuts this massive promo about winning the title the right way, and being an honourable champion, and setting an example to the locker room, like, hey, damn, for the past me, man. Um, and there's, there's no way to do it, Drew McIntyre, the way you've done it today. So if you're a real man, you'll come back down here and fight me like a real man man, Drew, who is halfway up the ramp by this point, says, all right then, bonnie lad, I'll defend my newly won world heavyweight title against you right now. Bring me a referee in here. This is going to be big bollocks, right, everybody? It's going to be massive. We're not getting just one serving of delicious wrestling pie. We're getting bloody two, aren't we? It's like on a Friday at school when they would make extra cake. Ding, ding, ding. The pair tie up. We're thinking, wow, we're going to get it straight doing the middle here. But McIntyre, after an initial column elbow tie up, the struggle is palpable. He takes a step back and he sends Seth Rollins right to Dick Kick City. He gets him right in the yam bag so hard. We're 
forced to refer to Seth Rollins as Yambag Jones from here on out. The referee, of course, has no choice but to call for the bell. Seth has won by disqualification, but crucially, Drew McIntyre has retained his title with Yambag Jones now down on the on the mat, clutching his bag of yams. Drew McIntyre grabs another microphone and stands over. His fallen phone simply says, Boo freaking who? Mic drop, he walks away. Yeah! Oh. Damn. <laughs> the bit that I was trying not to laugh during that, because it was the way you rang the bell for the second match. You went ding, ding, ding. Oh, it's a bigger <laughs> just, ding. It's yeah. a sec- much bigger ding. I thought I just saw a fly flying across <laughs> there. Like it was a shadow of something. Astonishing. Right, yes. Oh, <laughs> it's a yes from me. Tremendous. Um, I like the way they've... I think they've quite deliberately made Drew... They're doing the old Bret Hart before yeah. the Austin mm-hmm. double turn, aren't they? Yeah. Where they're making him... He's got justified points, but he's expressing them in a whiny way. He's trapped in that wrestling bubble, isn't he? He's mm. lost sense of what's real in his life. Yes. But actually, <laughs> I think that it would be the far more compelling decision because I am worried that Rollins is just going to beat him and that's going to mm. be it. Mm. Um, especially since Priest mentioned possibly cashing in this week on Raw. I'm like, well... That makes it less likely in my mind because mm. he's mentioned it. Um, so I am worried that just nothing's going to happen and Rollins is just going to retain. But the way you've done it is far more compelling. And I like the idea of Drew as a heel champion. So it's a yes from me. Yeah, you've done. I think that is the perfect way to do it in terms of just like he's a heel now. He's, he's a, a heel. Dick, now. He's a massive dick. He's made Seth Rollins look like a silly Billy as well with a big old kick in the widgie. So I think that's a nice way to kind of like. Parallel that in some way. So I enjoyed it. Mm. Thank you all. It was great. God bless. Spider-Man, can we have your <laughs> next... Is that part of the hat or is it a stick? No, yeah, it's part of the hat. Oh, it's part of the hat. Have you completed the Spider-Man's of the second coming? So close. I don't want it to end, though. I'm like savoring (laughs) it. Like a nice meal where you savour it, you leave the best bit to last, which is the ending, because that's technically what's last, because I've done everything else. That would make sense. That would make (laughs) a lot of sense, yes. What about that lad cooking meth in his room, eh? This Easter egg that everyone see it. I saw it on X.com this morning. Sorry, what? There's some lad and you're just roaming down a street and then you turn right and there's just a window and there's some lad cooking meth or something. Really? Yeah. I I saw that there was some sort of Easter egg, but I didn't click on it in fear of spoiling something. He might be doing something else, but it looked like he was cooking meth meth to me. It might be a chemistry set. He might be be doing experiments. A super villain origin story waiting to happen. Meth man. I love superheroes, mate. Meth man. Right, I'll go for the first one. He's a rapper, wasn't he? Meth yeah, Method Man. Method Man. <laughs> Method Man. He was on WF Aggression. Mm. <laughs> it's Method Man. I forgot what song yeah. he did anyway. Right, on, right. Um, okay, right, first one. So we're going to the pre-show, everybody. Pre-show o'clock, Crown Jewel Exposition time is what I've called it right here, right? Because there's a lot of moving parts in this one. Backstage, we see both brands' general managers cross paths. Nick Aldis tells Adam Pearce that he's happy that he and his raw ruffians have steered clear of the blue brand's business. But make no mistake, just because this is a premium live event and both rosters are under the same roof, that doesn't mean the shenanigans can resume. Pierce agrees with Aldous's statement. In fact, he's gone one step further. He's talked to the tippy-top powers that be that he has bes- and has been bestowed the power to suspend any member of the SmackDown roster that dare interfere with red brand dealings this evening. Whether that's Jimmy Solo, the Uwu champion Roman, or even Aldous himself, the segment ends with a seething Goldis storming off screen and uh, and a smiling Pierce turning around to find Jay Uso standing behind him. Jay yikes and tells Pierce he has some balls, but 
before Adam can get too wrapped up in Jay's adulation, the GM lets Mr. Main Event know that this rule is likely to go both ways. So under no circumstances, no matter what his brother and the rest of the bloodline get up to this evening, Jay, you cannot get involved, you morally just man. So, <laughs> Q Solo versus John Cena. Now, with Jimmy causing distractions and finding himself on the receiving end of an AA, Solo manages to keep Cena's one-on-one -on -one defeat streak going by capitalizing with a Samoan spike that puts the leader of the C-Nation down for the 1-2-3. But backstage after the match, Sokoa and a battered Jimmy at this point find themselves face-to-face -face with their brother Jay. Ironically, it's the beating up Jimmy that mocks his brother. He belittles Jay for not being able to hold a title for long without having Jimmy at his side. He's not even booked on the pay-per-view either. Bloody hell fire. Um, and he, he talks about how he broke away from being uh, Roman's right-hand man in hopes to prove his own worth, only to end up becoming Cody Rhodes' right-hand man instead. Oh, oh my oh. goodness gracious me. Jimmy, in quotation marks, heavy quotation marks. Jimmy's the one out here making plays, defeating legends, keeping the Usos' name relevant. Clearly, they gave the wrong brother the main event moniker. Before Jay can step to Jimmy, however, Cody intervenes and holds him back. Jimmy smokes and tells his little brother to keep watching tonight for a lesson in how to really get things done. And as Solo and Jimmy exit, Cody tells Jay that he saw what happened last week on SmackDown with the, with the fine that he got given and heard the situation regarding the GMs earlier this evening. And knowing that they themselves can't get involved physically with the brand restrictions in place, he took it upon himself, did our Cody Rhodes, to make a few telephone calls to call somebody who might be able to help. But they haven't given Rhodes a definitive answer yet. But time, oh, it most certainly, most certainly will do tell. Ooh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wrote that I there. most certainly will Ooh. do tell. <laughs> it most certainly will do tell. That famous saying. Mm -hmm. uh, later, we cut to Roman Reigns versus LA Knight for the Uwu title. And despite it looking like it could almost be his game this evening, it's not to be for the mega star as Roman Reigns manages to retain the title. Surprise, surprise. As Silla Black once said. Uh, not in decisive fashion, however. Far from it, as interference from Jimmy again unintentionally almost cost Reigns the match. Uh, as he gets caught with a BFT, it isn't until Solo gets involved that things sway in the favor of the tribal chief. Clearly shaken by how close it almost was, though, Roman aggressively orders Solo and Jimmy to attack Knight post-match. And as the brothers begin to lay into him, Roman slinks off back up the ramp, but not before Mr. Jonathan Cena. He's got a bit of a brace around his throat now, like a bit of a protective brace after that Samoan spike. He charges towards the ramp to make the save, and he throws Roman back in the ring. He fights off Jimmy and Solo and hoists Roman up for an AA after countering a Superman punch attempt made by the champion. But Sokoa recoups in time and pulls Roman off Cena's shoulders. He tears away that protective brace wrapped around Cena's throat. And we get a lovely Samoan spike spear combo wombo to lay the veteran out for good. He's down on the floor. Is he dead? He's not dead. He's alive, but he's hurt. The beatdown doesn't stop there, though. With Cena clutching his throat in agony, Roman looks at Jimmy and calls for some steel chairs. Jimmy and Solo place, uh, sorry, place, uh, sorry, Jimmy and Solo each place a chair around the throats of uh, Cena and Knight. And as Roman extends his hand to grab the remaining chair from Jimmy, Jimmy's grasp, he tells the tribal chief, nah, nah, I've got this. This is my time, my time to shine. Jimmy stares down the hard cam and he says, who's main event now, Jay? Who's the better brother? Who's the one out here? Killing legends. Oh. I hear voices <laughs> in my head. They come to me. 
Then start to me. He's got it. It's awful, isn't it, that song? Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. I hate the guitars. Me too. Yeah, but it's ominous. It fits him. Oh, it does. Because yeah. he hears the voices. Give me a bit of mercy drive. Oh. Snicker boy. Uh, I hear voices in my head. Voices blare through. Blare throughout Madison Square. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Randall Keith, uh, Randall Keith Orton's music hits and all three members of the bloodline look towards the tron, but it's classic sneaky spy Keith. He dashes through the crowd and he hits Jimmy with an RKO out of nowhere while Solo and Roman manage to escape unsaved. Uh, unscathed, sorry. He's neither a member of Raw or SmackDown at the moment, remember? Because he was left off the 2023 draft. Therefore, he can get involved in bloodline business without any GM repercussions. There's stuff there with Cody Rhodes. Uh, uh, Randy might have been a little bit apprehensive at the start, which is why he didn't get a definitive answer from Cody, seeing as Jays are sort of on Cody's side and everything at the moment. Oh, it was a big setup to have that tiny payoff right there. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I, I was, um, I was. It was actually the payoff that made me turn yeah. from a medium into a yes. I was okay. undecided at first because we've mentioned before you're really good at kind of mimicking WWE's product style mm. with your dialogue and with your certain things you pitch. Not all the time. Not all the time. Sometimes you get a bit wacky. Oh. but you're very good at at uh, working within their parameter the it feels quite authentic yeah um but when you said that cody was going to call up anyone mm. and i thought oh this could be any literally anyone in the world who's not on raw yeah or smack well potentially i was like thinking okada austin <laughs> mjf any wrestler possible uh la park anybody <laughs> and then you went for randy orton but that was a relief to me because it was genuinely exciting but i was worried it was going to be like baron corbin because uh, oh. you, because you're very good at mimicking the wwe style i got yeah. lulled into a false sense of okay. security i was like it's gonna be some bollocks but no it was randall and yeah it was yes, randall it's a yes from me thank you sometimes in life you have to sit on a mega bus for 17 hours <laughs> before getting to Amsterdam. But when you get Amsterdam, that 17-hour bus ride was worth it. Sometimes the ride's not worth it, as Adam showed back in 2017. But this ride, Andrew, was worth it. I'm glad it Just was worth Randy it. Just for Randy Orton. This was the 17-hour bus ride, but the destination, we got to spend longer than half an hour in it. Good. I'm Wonderful. Well, I'm glad. Thank you for enduring the bus ride with yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's my turn now. Now, I, for a while now, since it got mentioned that uh, I often hold the paper too close to my face and it mm. looks awkward because I, I didn't have my lenses in. I've made sure to wear my lenses for each of these, but last night I fell asleep in my lenses. <gasps> so I'm giving my eyes a rest today. Oh. So sorry if I'm, you know. I watched a video of a woman in her 60s, I believe, having all her contact lenses pulled out of her eyes that uh, stuck behind them over no. the years. Yeah. I don't know how she can deal with just... Wait. Like when I woke up this morning, it was the first thing I was like, oh, no. Nah, I don't know if she was deceased or not, but it was just the, the camera was like right there in front oh. of her face and she was having them pulled out. I don't know if Joel wants to get up on camera. What, <laughs> do they feel, what do they feel like? You know, lenses... Are they, are they like Have hard? you never tried them? I've never had lenses. So they're, they're kind of malleable and like oh, okay. a bit... Not rubbery, but like you can... You shouldn't because you might tear them, but you, they can stretch oh. a little bit. There's a little bit of give. Mm. But then... <laughs> if you need to zoom in, you stretch But if off. you've left them out of the solution for too long, yeah. if you like drop one on the floor and find it days later, it's hard then. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh. Any Science. more contact lens questions? No, no. no. Um, <laughs> right. Early in the night, before what I assume is the main event between Roman Reigns and LA Knight, although it could be Seth and Drew. 
Ah, surely Roman, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Got to end the show with uh, Roman Reigns going, yeah. Um, so earlier in the night, before that happens, we see Jimmy Uso annoying the rest of the bloodline in their locker room. He's pitching ideas. He's getting ahead of himself. Roman finally has enough and says, give me space for just half an hour so I can prepare for my match. Jimmy's like, all right, guys, come on. Let's all leave the tribal chief alone. But Solo and Heyman don't move, and Roman doesn't stop them. He's like, Jimmy, just go on. Yeah. Give, me, give me some space. Jimmy hides his frustration and heads out. As Jimmy is killing time backstage, he's ambushed and beaten down by L.A. Knight. He's incapacitated, uh, and, and L.A. Knight notices afterwards that Jimmy's phone has fallen out of his pocket on the floor. He gets an idea and takes the phone later in the night. Uh, later on, Solo faces John Cena, uh, and Cena wins. Sorry, S Solo wins, but it's Cena who ends the match better off. It's a bit like Undertaker, Triple H, or WrestleMania 27. So Solo's pulled out the victory, but he's the one who's been more hurt by this match. Maybe Cena has gone a bit vicious and used the spike on him a few mm. times. Um, Solo still ultimately pulls out the win, but he has to be helped to the back while Cena is visibly very, very disappointed in the ring. That's two members of the bloodline gone ahead of LA Knight's match with Roman. Jimmy's been taken out by LA Knight. Solo's been taken out by Cena. Um, back in the bloodline locker room, Heyman's getting a bit worried, and then he gets a text from Jimmy Uso asking him to meet him in the car park. Oh, oh but, but we know. I like we it. Know. It's, called, dramatic, it's called dramatic irony. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> loving it. And it's raining when he gets out there. Pathetic fallacy. No, oh. it's not. Um, it's in Riyadh, isn't it? It's not going to be raining. Yeah. Um, Heyman's like, oh, but he reluctantly goes to find Jimmy. Heyman arrives in the car park, and I, I didn't know what to what to have him do to Heyman, so I've put Ellie Knight locks him in a porter cabin or something. <laughs> runs him over, yeah. He runs him over. Ah, runs like over. Rikishi did. To yeah. uh, the main event comes around, and suddenly Roman has to face Ellie Knight alone. They have the match, and whenever Knight builds up a head of steam, there's nobody to help Roman turn the tide like they usually would be, and has been multiple times before. Finally, they hit the finishing stretch. Uh, Ellie Knight has kicked out of the spear, and he's worked his way back into the match. He's measuring Roman for the BFT, but the ref is down. Oh. And a mysterious man in a balaclava hits the <laughs> ring. He smashes Ellie Knight with one of Roman's belts. Does he still use multiple belts yet? No, he's still got the one. Just the Hits him with the belt and gets out of there. Roman hits his like big double runny spear where he hits both ropes and gets the win. Roman heads to the back alone, his title reign barely intact. As LA Knight gets a standing ovation for his brave effort from the fans, he turns to leave, but the balaclava man's still there. He gets back in the ring and hits him with an attitude adjustment. Oh, oh he's loving it. Oh. Sneaky boy. He takes off the mask. Who could it be? <laughs> <laughs> he takes off the mask and it's John Cena. As the show goes off the air, the camera picks up Cena saying to LA Knight, I had to, I had to do it. Oh. On a later SmackDown, Cena comes out and is presumably showered with booze because LA Knight's really popular at the minute. Mm -hmm. He's just cost him. He explains that even though he took Solo to the very limit, he still couldn't get the job done. Maybe it's time that he finally did what people have been telling him to do for almost 20 years now and embrace his more ruthless side. This sets up a match at the Royal Rumble between Cena and LA Knight, also a handy way of getting LA Knight out of the Rumble match to avoid giving people false hope so they can focus on whoever they're actually going to have win the Rumble. Mm. Um, maybe Knight wins against Cena and Cena realizes it's finally his time and we get a big retirement match for him at WrestleMania against CM Punk. I just put that in as a, <laughs> as a joke at the end. I don't know who, but it's to, it's to ultimately lead to Cena retiring after he realizes that even turning heel couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. God damn. You were right when you said you got <laughs> struck by some inspiration. I, I was like, wow, a Cena heel turn. No one's ever pitched oh. that before. I like it. I so do I. This I is just really, the... really like it. 
Just need some NWO as well, get involved. Yeah, in that. that's, oh. it. that's the perfect pitch. What? Why are the NWO? Well, just so can join them. Yeah. Oh, right. That's yeah. Heel side he did in a yeah, thing, didn't he, in the Bray Wyatt match. match? Yeah, it's true. Um, also, when you said ruthless, what, it was the oh. man who said ruthless aggression. It was Jonathan Cena. Oh, we need to incorporate that as yes, well. Yes, we he's do. He's always been aggressive, but he's never quite been ruthless no. enough. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. Now's his time. Mm. His time is now. His time is now, yeah. Oh, that was good. Don't cry. It's a good way to solve <laughs> it's a good way to solve the rumble as well, because I can picture it being like 2014, 15, whatever yeah, Brian was 15. Going wild. Oh, 14, Brian just wasn't in it. Yeah. 2015, so 15, he got yeah. eliminated early. Yeah. Like wide. Yeah. Um but I feel like this year's rumble is gonna have multiple people who could reasonably. Oh, it's it. Cody, isn't it? Surely. Cody. Again, do you reckon though? I, I mean, reckon, I reckon, and I've Seth said this Rollins. multiple times. And Seth Seth Rollins. Because he's gonna be the one who beats Roman. I think Cody's not gonna win the rumble and he's after he's gonna have to go into the elimination chamber I think to you're like right. win his spot I think you're at right. WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> Ross. Your second pitch, please. On the SmackDown before Crown Jewel, Bianca Belair is set to take on Bailey before going on to face Io Sky at the premium live event. I know SmackDown's been recorded, but in my world, it hasn't. It's happening live, and it's a shoot, mm. just because I guarantee that what I've got written down here is different than what actually happened in real life. But I've not seen the spoilers, so oh, who knows? Really? Uh, during the SmackDown match, Bianca looked like she's going to walk to a win over Bailey before Kaboosh! Dakota Kai twats Bianca upside the head with her knee brace that she'd stopped wearing the last few weeks but still owns because she paid a lot of money for it and we do a concussion angle with Bianca Belair she's been screwed out of the title match at Crown Jewel there's no way she can perform a day after suffering a legit shoot concussion the powers that be rightfully won't allow for it to happen so we see that segment in the trainers room where it's all being confirmed that Bianca can't do the match at Crown Jewel but there's a door with a glass panel in it in the background and we see Bailey's little head peeking <laughs> up and going <laughs> like a child looking to what have I written down here like a child looking through the glass at a local sweet shop that she's going to rob because she doesn't have the money to afford the sweets yet oh, because she is a child that's almost Dickensian <laughs> In, me, in my mind, this angle here with Bianca furthers the injustices she's been feeling over the past couple of months that's turned her into a mod, well, longer than that, isn't it? More than a couple of months in mm. the modern-day Bret Hart. It also means the predictable finish, which I think is going to be predictable with Bianca taking the title off EO at the PLE isn't going to happen. Oh, you, oh. I, yeah, just because mm. Charlotte Flair is involved in the mix. We've got Jade Cargill in the background. I think Bianca's going to take the title, and that's going to be the focus oh. heading into WrestleMania right. season. Just my opinion, I don't know. Um, it also allows Bailey to say to you, well, you're booked for the show there, Bonnie Lass. I was going to be there in your corner anyway. How about we show the world what damage control no. can do and no. show that we are the dog's bollocks and put on a wrestling exhibition like only we can here in damage it, control. Don't fall for it, Eo. Eo's uh -huh. like, yes. Yes, she says, yes. I do appreciate what you've done here, Pamela and Dakota, who is also on the scene here. Let's have a wrestle and I'll put the title on the line. May the best woman win. I'm sure nothing's going to go wrong. Eo walks away and Bailey ends the segment by saying, what a stupid idiot. Oh. <laughs> Bailey cheats and wins at Crown Jewel. Oh. Damage control as we know it. She's the chicken poo, poo heel with Eo now chasing her into Rumble season looking to get her title back because I feel like Eo's been organically turning more baby face than more yeah. she's wrestled. Mm. Um, so I think splitting her away from Bailey, who can't be cheered currently. She's disgraceful. She's a disgusting, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. putrid human being. I don't mean that. She's just a wrestling <laughs> heel. But yeah, I think splitting you off and letting her be her own baby face in her own right was is a right thing to do at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's a yes from me. 
So yeah. So yes, from me. <laughs> Sorry, I, before you were going to continue there, and please, I butted go, go in. Go no, please, it, you no, please. first. No, no, no. I no, insist. I insist. Right, I have said yes because uh, Bailey's one of the most entertaining people to watch in WWE. She's really funny, um, and I think it's weird that they've not rewarded her for that, yeah. and that she's just stuck being a sidekick. Um, it's like what happened to Britt Baker when Jamie Hayter got the belt, except Britt had already recently had a big title reign, whereas it feels like ages since Bailey's had any sort of success like that. So yeah. it's a yes for mm. me. Uh, it's a yes for me for the, sort of the same uh, reasons that Jack said there, and uh, we are going to get there. I do, uh, I do really like Bailey as a heel, um, and I'd like to keep that pushing forward as well, and make heel just like the biggest babyface women's champion as well, and just make her look strong at the same time. I think her going up against someone like Bailey is a and Bianca, I guess as well at Crown Jewel is a good way to do that, even though you've not done that with the Bianca stuff, but still. You know what I mean? I should make it clear that Dakota, Dakota sorry, I'm getting emotional now thinking about <laughs> you losing the title. She's still in the corner of Bailey at this point. Okay, 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 okay. They're uh, in cahoots. It's been all yeses so far. It has. Well, we'll Come see on. because mine is literally a parallel universe version of what yours is. What? Which one? The Bailey one? The, yeah, that, really? the, yeah, that's my, <laughs> this is my second one. And it's pretty much a... That was one of the matches when I looked at the card where I was like, I can't really change anything. I don't know. I think Both of you have come with pictures. I think it. there's something there and maybe it's to do with Maybe, oh, maybe there's some SmackDown spoilers. Oh. Maybe there's not SmackDown spoilers. Spoiler, That's up for well, you. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, this week's SmackDown. But what I'm saying might not happen, but it might happen. But it's up to is you it, to decide. Is it a spoiler alert or not? Yeah. But it might Sorry, not Sorry, I got happen, really impatient. Uh, okay, so we're heading over to this Friday SmackDown, obviously, as we've spoken about there. It's pre-taped because they're in Saudi Arabia this weekend. Um, so maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't happen. Is but it does happen. It's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. Okay. All right, everybody. All right. But so I'm going off this. I'm basing it off this. So it's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. Right. Tell us when the Be spoiler warm. ends, by the way, when it's your... Well, the spoiler's right. Well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Have you got any vodka? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spoiler starts now. Right. Here we go. But I don't know if it's decisive. <laughs> Spoiler starts now. What do you mean you don't know if it's decisive? <laughs> because it I don't know the length happened, of the match. Or it didn't happen. I don't yet. know the length. Of, I know the thing. <laughs> I know the outcome. <laughs> do you know the spoilers? From I know the outcome of the match, and I know what happens after the right, match. Okay, right, okay, right. But I don't know what happens in the match. Fair itself. enough. Okay. There was more nuance to it than me and Ross gave you credit for. Sorry. Okay, we, yeah. right. So I'm gonna say spoiler here. We've got you, right? <laughs> Bianca beats Bailey rather decisively. Not only that, but she wants to make sure her title match against Eo this weekend is a level playing field. As Sky and Dakota try to get involved following Belair's win, Bianca manages to get the upper hand, taking both women out. Before Bailey can capitalize with a cheeky sneak attack from behind, however, Bianca turns to catch her in the act. Frustrated with damage controls meddling, most of which has stemmed from Bailey, I do believe, uh, Belair grabs her now cowering, cowering opponent and pulls her out of the ring and hits a KOD through the announce table. Wait, oh, yeah, no nonsense. Bianca. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Anchor looks wild off, and with the way that Bailey went hurtling through the table, she's clutching at her knee as well. And she's oh. had a history of knee injuries. Spoiler finished. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> you're welcome. There we go. All, again, so what you're saying is that result did happen, but it might not necessarily. But it might not play out that in that, angle. Yeah, in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there we go. Okay. So uh, backstage, we see Kai and Sky checking on a pain. Bailey as Bianca leaves. Oh, sorry, no. Uh, let me. Try that again. We see Kai and Sky checking on a pained Bailey as Bianca leaves up the ramp where her expression of frustration turns into one and she's like, ooh, oh, maybe I am leveling the playing field here. Mm. Later in the evening, we get a backstage segment with Damage Control who are now in medical with doctors checking on Bailey's knee as she tries to brush the staff aside, claiming that they've got a plane to catch and a title match to prepare for tomorrow. Bailey tries to leave, but she can't put pressure on the knee. The doctors say that they need to do further examination at the local medical facility. And although Bailey is reluctant, he ensures, ensures a stable mates that she's got this. And she even encourages Dakota to accompany Bailey as well. Off your truck. Go on, go away. So as Eo leaves the medical room, the champion finds herself crossing paths with a close by Bella who does nothing, but she smiles a bit of a cocky smile in Eo's direction, and the segment ends. Delicious. Delicious. So we cut to Crown Jewel in the match itself. Bianca is, she's just reveling in the fact that Eo is companionless, and the playing field has indeed been leveled just as she intended. As the match begins, Bella, she's kind of, Toying with Eo a little bit. She's overly confident given the situation she saw. She's slapping Eo about. She out-wrestles her. She's attempting blase pins, basically trying to make a mockery of Eo whilst, in her eyes, rightfully dishing out a lot of pent-up frustration, obviously, because damage control were the ones that took her out for months and months and months. Her overconfidence soon gets the better of her, though, as it allows Eo to mount a spirited comeback. This attempt from Sky only enhances Bianca's frustration, which swiftly flows over to uh, into aggression instead. And after getting into position on an over the moonsault, you've got to you've got to imagine with me here, everybody. Okay. All right, imagine we're playing the game yep. of wrestling, and we'll figure it out. So after getting into um, position to hit an over the moonsault, Bianca manages to catch the genius of the sky on the turnbuckle and hits her with a KOD. Catch her on the turnbuckle. So you know, like so. She's, so she's like on the she's ready for the there. Moonsault. Yeah. yeah, and then Bianca kind of like oh, comes she goes up behind and just grabs. I thought you meant That's she not caught the her in midair. Moonsault. Well, we'll soon see what's going on here, eh? shall we? Eh? Right? Okay. So Bianca isn't satisfied with just the one KOD, however. 
Uh, she's been sat at home for months following that attack at the hands of damage control. She wants to put EO down for good and take back the title. She shakes her head. She doesn't go for the pin. Instead, she picks up the champion for a second KOD. But this proves to be Bianca's downfall, though, as when she gets Sky into position, EO manages to hold on to the top ropes in the corner. And when the momentum gets shifted and like Bianca goes for the thing, we see EO manages to like get onto the top turnbuckle. This would make sense. This would work, right? Yeah, Can yeah. you see it in your mind's eye? She like she's struggling she's, with her on her back. She's upside down. And then she EO's grabbing the rope. Bianca would have to flick her legs. So she's like flicked her up and then EO's holding on. And as the rotation comes round, she would be perched she, on the top row. done a full she <laughs> handstand on the ropes. Yeah, she's she's athletic. She could do that. Jeez. You know what? I, in the in the turnbuckle, so there's more there's more leeway. You know what I mean? Not. I thought you just meant <laughs> not on when she's going for the KOD. Is this part really important? It she is really it. important <laughs> because it sets up I for the she, ending. I thought she does it that way, and Eo just ends up standing on the top. But she does a this is the this is oh, the corner I can of see the it. ring. No, because she's got Eo's face in the sky when she's on Bianca's yeah, back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. That's it. That's it. It's all right, everyone. I've, clav- I've, I've corroborated. It. I can confirm it does. It is possible. She's the genius of the sky. Yeah, she is. Uh, so yes, this proves to be Bianca's downfall. As when she gets Sky into position, Eo manages to hold on to the top ropes in the corner, shifting the momentum in a way that sees her uh, come out of the finishes rotation and end up perched on the top turnbuckle and in doing that Eo manages to grab Bianca's braid and pulls her face first into the turnbuckle which then lays the challenger out for the per- in the perfect position to get the moonsault one two three Eo Sky retains the title Yo. on our own Yo. Yo. <laughs> after the match we can see that Bianca is visibly fuming as Owen Mawson would say. But regardless, she can't deny that EO did this alone without any help from damage control. Uh, through gritted teeth, she swallows a pride and the two shake hands and Belair raises Sky's arm in victory. But as the champion tries to leave the ring, Belair's grasp around EO's wrist remains. Now, EO tries to tug away and even tries to go for a clothesline <laughs> to break Bianca's grip, but uh, Bianca manages to duck out of the way and she hits another KOD but she's unsatisfied with leaving it at that. All this pent-up frustration and anger. Bianca decides to viciously add even more insult to injury, and she uses a braid to apply like an assisted cross-face on the already lifeless sky as officials swarm the ring to break this apart, solidifying a big old nasty heel turn that turns her into the mad EST and the bad EST. It's still a yes from me. Yeah. But you've got lucky there. I got lucky there. No, um, it was going to be a no originally. Yeah. Because I thought when the pinfall happened, I was like, "See, so your pitch is just that you retains." But no, you've on done a, you've done a heel turn after. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. A ro- yeah, on her own. On her own. But but you've done a heel turn after. It enhances EO because she's one on her own, as mm-hmm. you say. And people were getting sick of Bianca as a babyface. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So it's a yes. It's a yes. Thank you. Me. Just because I'm really enjoying Bianca Belair as a justified arsehole, yeah. more and more as more stuff goes against her, and basically because I think I, I did it better. Um, I'm going to do a good. I'm going to say a no. You did. And do I'm going to cause job. a ruction on the pitches video. I did it better. <laughs> You know, the comments will be good. Oh, Andrew's such a word. No, 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 working no. for the WWE. I see what you're trying to do and spice up the series. Yes, a bit, we are. Oh. Andrew's the wrong person to target because he's know. just going to go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, I'm just saying yours was more concise. Oh. No, you should be. We're going to take it outside, right Andrew. Back, and sort out in the car park, and I'll just read my pitch to Joel, and he can give a yes or a no. <laughs>
And then you can come back in and re- report on what happened. Okay. Um, <laughs> Andrew won. Here we go. Where am I up to? No, it's my second one. Sorry. Um, towards the end of the Seth Rollins title defense against Drew McIntyre, uh, it's judgment. Uh, the Judgment Day predictably surround the ring. Rhea Ripley asks uh, both of them, both Seth and Drew, so what to... I can't do an Australian... What's it going to be? Right. What's it going to be, like? What's it going to be? Oh, you really? Who's going to accept the Judgment Day's hell? <laughs> And they both, but they both tell her to get out of here. Uh, after they've both finished arguing with Ripley, Drew then hits quite a cheap Claymore on Rollins, who's still a bit distracted by what's gone on. Drew's fully focused. He's like, bang, Claymore, one, mm. two. Rollins survives. The match carries on, and it just becomes apparent that Drew can't put Seth away. He's just too good. Uh, he kicks out of a stomp, but Seth gets him in a position for the super stomp. I think he did it to Omos, maybe, where he jumps off the top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... So Drew's on his hands and knees. In desperation, he grabs the ref by the belt and yanks him through the ropes. And as no. the ref tumbles to the outside, Seth is crotched on the top rope. Crotched is a weird... Only, I've only ever heard that in wrestling. It's a wrestling term. You know what I mean. He's, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's hit his yam bags. He has. Uh, Drew, still now on his hands and knees, visually si- significant, mm. symbolic, looks at a grinning rear through the ropes and says, okay, damn it. Fine. <gasps> Yeah. No, he doesn't. He does. He goes, okay. He okay. doesn't. Well, he goes, all right then, pal. <laughs> um, with the referee still on the outside, the Judgment Day swarm the ring and beat Seth down, all the finishers and all sorts. Maybe Dom just kicks him in the balls. Seems mm. like a Dom thing to do. Allowing Drew to measure a worn-out Rollins for one final Claymore when the ref's back in the ring. One, two, three. Drew McIntyre is the new World Heavyweight Champion. After the match, the Judgment Day get back in the ring and present Drew with the belt. He looks unhappy with himself at first, but as soon as he touches that gold and looks out into the crowd all there to see his win, his frown turns into a look of vindication. He's like, done it, yes. He shakes hands with each of the Judgment Day in turn, apart from Damien Priest, who just holds his briefcase and looks on emotionless. Over the next few weeks, as we build a Survivor Series, Drew is treated as an absolute traitor and hypocrite by the Raw locker room. Sammy can't bear to look at him, neither can Cody. Jey Uso is absolutely outraged, as you'd imagine, after all the crap that Drew's been giving him. Mm-hmm. This sets up a big five-on-five match for Survivor Series. Um, Bala, Priest, Dom, Rhea Ripley, and now Drew against the babyface team of Seth, Cody, Jay, Sammy, and to combat Rhea Ripley, uh, Seth calls in a favor from his wife. He's like, Becky, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've got, a, in brackets, a possible add-on as well. Ooh. Just a cheeky bonus Hello. chapter. Um, possible add-on at Survivor Series. Priest is surprisingly the first member of his team eliminated, which leads to the Judgment Day kicking him out and basically replacing him with Drew because who cares about the briefcase when you've already got the champion in your group? Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew then uh, kind of leads the JD on this reign of terror while Priest becomes a babyface trying to bring them down. Oh, oh, God. Baby. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know if I can pallet Drew McIntyre in the Judgment Day. Yeah, well, he looks oh. gothy already. You know? He does, He does yeah. look gothy. Oh. oh. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I and thought... Dr- Damien is a baby face as well. No, I can see that he's happening. He's a scoundrel. Yeah. Like no, they're starting oh, to... they get starting Bad Bunny to... back in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With what Cody said on Raw this past week, I've, I feel like we're slowly starting that that process now. What did Cody say? Cody was like, oh, you can't do anything, like, you know, without these. You're not, you're not oh, even yeah. the leader of this, that, and the other. Like, I feel like we're slowly getting there. Damien seemed like, oh, actually, maybe there's some truth to Cody's words. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say yes, because I want to see a payoff from Rhea sort of trying to recruit 
either Seth or Drew. Because mm. we got those backstage bits. I don't want that to go nowhere. Okay. I want it to lend itself to the match and add a little bit of drama to the proceedings. Um, I'm, maybe I would have liked it a bit more if Drew was then like, oh, uh, yeah, if Drew was like, oh, I got the belt. Ha <laughs> ha, clear motor with you all. Oh, yeah, uh, they knocked them all out as well, you know? Just just a, a means to ah, the game. I like that, I like that more whatever. than mine. Oh, you know? well. It's a yes you. for you. It's a yes. It's you could end this video with four yeses. You added some little other spices in there. It's like when you watch Rate My Takeaway, right? And he and he gets something. <laughs> he gets an order. Is he not finished? He get, he not, no, it's no, still, no, going. still going. He gets an order, and then they give him something extra, and he's like, that's not going to sway my decision, but you can tell it does sway the does decision. Does he still give tens for like. Not all the time. Seven upwards still. It's a crap scale. Yeah, it is. Seven, if you get a pretty, seven, problem, you're bad. actually terrible. Yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah. Uh, but but that the, the little bits there for Survivor Series and beyond uh, swayed me slightly. I remember too. when he first came to Newcastle and did like three takeaways here, mm. and he chose good ones, and they all got tens. And I remember thinking, we are mint. All yeah. tens. <laughs> Gingerino's pizza, ten out of ten. Absolutely. And whatever the other ones were as well. And then uh, it just became like a fallacy, didn't it? I was like, well, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. He did that one. What was it like? The biggest forty-inch pizza, but it's like well, pizza holocaust. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did he go pizza? Which Holocaust? has a, a bad reputation, doesn't mm. it? Around uh, town. Is that when he's getting in his car with his massive pizza? Uh, yeah, on the yeah. Roof? He yeah, puts yeah. it on the roof. And just he pulls out, pulls out on Chili Road just without. I'm like, Whoa. He's a. He's not good at driving. <laughs> he's not good at <laughs> driving or parking. Oh, he's really? pretty. He's, he's pretty bad. Uh. Were you giving it a yes or a no? I'm giving it a no, because <laughs> okay, right, right. Drew McIntyre in the Judgment Day, I cannot pallet, mm. as I cannot pallet my third pitch, which was going to be a bit where I was going to pitch a standard Roman Reigns match against LA Knight and then go on strike, because okay. I think we're wasting what we've done with LA Knight at this time of the year, right. what he did on SmackDown last week. So I'm going to come up one off the top of my head. Oh! <laughs> we're going to go to Drew McIntyre. No, we're going to go to... Solo Sokoa versus John Cena. And we have shades of SummerSlam 2014 where Solo Sokoa just batters John Cena and batters him some more and just wipes the floor with poor old John Cena. This leads to a promo with John Cena where he's like, well, I don't want to lose what I've got here. I can't let the fans see this crippled old man that I've become now here in 2023 wrestle any longer therefore i've got to give it up i can't do it anymore this was my last match it's all over i can't let the noise get quieter and quieter and quieter at which point randy orton comes out right randy orton's out here so randy orton's out here and like john we were the faces of a certain era john and we're not gonna let this era die how about we bring along the tag team known as Ah, KO, double A, RKO, RKO, and we take on these young whippersnappers and show that the era that we were the faces oh. of, that I've forgotten the name of, what the hell was it? The Ruthless Aggression. The Ruthless Aggression era, of course, that that is still alive and kicking here in 2023. Ruthless Aggression. Aggression. So yes, they're just about to leave the ring. It looks like we've seen a new tag team form in the WWE, a dream team of sorts, when all of a sudden, shoot RKO. Yeah, John, you are crap, and I'm going to put you into retirement at WrestleMania. We're going to fight each other. And then CM Punk's music hit. He comes down, he walks down, and he's like, well, lads, I saw Ross Twaddle on a video with Tom Campbell last week on the Cultaholic Wrestling YouTube channel pitch a end-of-an-era triple threat match for WrestleMania 40 between Randy Orton, John Cena, and CM Punk and I'm here to make that a reality so at Wrestlemania 40 in Philadelphia that triple threat match will happen and it was
was set up at Crown Jewel 2023. That's yeah, it's a yes. Obviously, it's a yes. <laughs> really, really impressive. It stuff. was a crap. That you reading that there? I'm Awkward. not. What? Why? Hurry, what's this one? That was my bit. That was me bit for me. Roman Reigns like bog standard match, and, I, and then I go on strike. I quite like that. But actually. I feel like I owe the viewer a full pitch, and there it was mm. from the bottom of my heart. Do you want to? You can still say that one if you want. No, we don't need sure? to hear it. Yeah. Okay. You can read out if you uh, want. No, oh, it's all good, but thank you, though. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, yeah, we get a triple threat. An end of an era triple threat match is the end goal here, which is set up here with a short-lived tag team of... Ah, oh, KO. Oh, Attitude adjusting, ah, oh, KOs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I think yeah, at WrestleMania yes, 40, then. that would be good, wouldn't it? It would actually How good would that be? How good would that be? It would do numbers. It would do numbers. Yeah. I mean, it would be another example of CM Punk not quite getting the WrestleMania mm. main event, but that's okay. That's ah, he doesn't deserve it, does he? Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> the best in the world. Guys, he's the best. In the world? And while he can, yeah, and while he can still go, give him the... Just give him the Mania main event, Triple H. Go on. Imagine if For it was like the second to last match that he gets. Well, Triple well. H would literally do yeah, that. Yeah. Triple H would come that. out of retirement. I reckon <laughs> Triple H would risk his own heart <laughs> to beat, to beat CM, CM, Punk CM Punk one CM more time. Punk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, right. My final one is a very simple one as well. And I'm actually quite surprised. Depending on what Jack's final one is, I'm surprised nobody else has done this one. All right, you sassy bitch. Oh, I'm not yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm just Whoa. saying because it's so simple. Uh, because it's like, it's just there. Do you know what I mean? It feels like it might happen. It it's the uh, fatal five way, the women's well, fatal five way. Obviously, I don't way. want to talk about that crap, man. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> right, so. No, Rhea's going to hopefully dominate. It'll be really uh, good. Yeah, so uh, what I've said is the fatal five way for the women's world championship. Rhea has been saying throughout this build that she'll prove why she is the most dominant woman in the WWE. Why she is, the, sorry, the most dominant woman in the WWE right now. And that's exactly what she does here. But my goodness, it's not before everyone-ish gets to have a great showing also. This is perhaps the perfect match to reintroduce us to some of the meaner streaks we saw from some of these competitors from their time in NXT of yore. Okay. Oh, I'm like a broken record at this point, right? But when it comes to wanting to see Shayna get that stride back good and proper from the black and gold days, it feels like we're getting more sprinklings of Raquel's character from those days too, which has been nice to see. Uh, essentially, I like uh, the four women who aren't Nia Jax to take Nia Jacks out of the equation early on, so Rhea, Raquel, Zoe, and Shayna can get all their spots in. He's before... turning around. He's turning around in my mind. This is unfair prejudice on Nia before... Jax. I don't like it. Before okay. bringing Nia back to take the fall. Oh, lost <clears throat> what? That way, we're still building these women, these women as being viable, strong opponents for you, perhaps somewhere else down the line, and we also keep them looking strong by not being the ones to take the fall as well in this scenario. Uh, not that you really need to, but you can also keep Jax looking strong and like a monster by her finally succumbing to an avalanche riptide ah. uh, for Ripley to pick up the victory. Uh, regardless, the narrative running throughout this storyline is that Mammy has come out on top once again, as always. That's what she says. Oh, sorry, I thought I you were cringing at me saying that line. No, I wasn't. No, no, I no, apologize. No, I'm all for calling Rhea Mammy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe not in the most decisive fashion she wins this time, but she's still proved um, herself to be the most dominant against some of the best on the women's roster right now. And with that revelation, she takes the mic post-match to declare such a statement too. However, after just beating, excluding Becky Lynch, four of the most dominant women on that roster... 
and now perhaps not necessarily having a clear challenger for the title going forward, feels like the perfect time to introduce Jade Cargill proper yeah. as a member of the Raw roster and have her intentions known that she's coming for Rhea and her title. But we won't get Jade versus Lyra Valkyria. Oh, we sure won't. We will in two years' time. Yeah. yeah. They're um, really behind yeah. Lyra, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's a, I'm so, I need to apologize no, it's okay. for my scathing thoughts. You can you. scare as much as you want. It was a good pitch at the end of the good. day. Thank you. And it's a yes Thank from you. me. I'm a big fan of Jade not being an XT, so it's a yes from yeah. me. Yeah. Well. Is that the is that the big worry that she is going to be? She's keep she flirts with all the shit. She wasn't she wasn't flirting with SmackDown last week, was she? Which was a bit of a worry. No, I guess she wasn't. Was um, she? She it was should. on a throne in an XT last week. Oh yeah, but. Mm. Oh, yeah, and they really did that stare down with her and Charlotte as well. Mm. Huh. I guess, though, because oh, of she the... didn't want to fly over. Mm. Was, it, was it recorded? <laughs> it? No, it wasn't recorded in England, was it? Not well, last week's SmackDown. Yeah. No. no, no, no. No, right, fair enough. I do feel like, though, then, if Rhea, if this whole storyline here is like, oh, well, I'm the most dominant woman on the roster and I've just beaten these other four dominant women, there's no one left really to go up against me other than Becky Lynch, but let's forget about Becky Lynch for now in this scenario, then it feels like the right time to sort of introduce Jade yeah. onto the main roster. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Right. Um, Sami Zayn beats JD McDonough on the pre-show without too much difficulty. Rather than wrestling Sami in a straight-up match, which would probably be very good, JD instead tries to cheat and it backfires. I'm thinking maybe the Kurt Angle chair rebounding oh, your face. Yes. Oh, the chair would explode. Into a halluva kick for a pretty quick crowd-popping victory. But Sami's dissatisfied with this, so midway through Crown Jewel, he heads to the ring and demands another opponent. He wants to take out two Judgment Day members in one night, so why not Finn Balor? He's the only one who's not, I think, who's not on the card. Yeah, he's not got a match. Uh, backstage, we see Finn itching to get out there, but Ripley convinces him not to. Just seems like the sort of thing Rhea would do. Mm -hmm. She's always been a buzzkill with the other lads in the group. Mm. She's like, no, Damien, don't cash in. Um, backstage, um, no, sorry, I've done that bit. That was Finn being convinced to stay backstage. Back in the ring, Sammy says, wow, even though I despise everything the Judgment Day stands for, I at least respected Finn Balor as a wrestler, but I guess maybe he just doesn't have the intensity. Ilya Dragunov's music hits. <laughs> right, originally written down, I've got, but I guess maybe he just isn't him, and then Carmelo Hayes' music. Ah. But I thought, I thought no, because Hayes is like, I wanted this to be a face versus face match, and Hayes is being a really dirty boy at the minute, mm. potentially. You see what he's done? Wait, what happened at the end of the... the something last happened night. at the end of last night. Um, so he... Spoilers, if you've not seen it. Trick Williams came out mid-match, yeah. and it distracted Hayes, and he ended up losing. Oh, and then at the Tricky end, Will. Tricky Will gets in the ring and like pulls Hayes to his feet. I saw that. And bit. they have like a bit of a stare down. Mm. So is Tricky Will not the bad guy then? In this no. Scenario? Trick no. Willie got attacked. He got jumped. We, oh, do, yeah, we yeah. don't know who did it, but okay. it's, it's probably Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting, isn't no, it? Yeah, it's all right. It's like all right. It. So Dragunov comes out, I guess, <laughs> and... Um, they have like a banger of a match, but it ends in a draw because I don't think either guy's in a good position to be losing right now. Um, the spot that I thought of there, because originally this was planned for Carmelo, but then I changed my mind. Um, I've got like, you know, Dragunov's thing that he does, like his leaping the elbow. Diamond. Yeah. Um, maybe he does that to Sammy through the announce table, goes to get Sammy back in the ring, but Sammy's so defined, he like slaps him more weak. And, oh, whoa. Eh. And then, <laughs> oh, makes the vein appear in his forehead. Yeah. What's the noise that Matthew does when it. Hmm. Like a sad baby face noise. He goes hmm, and slaps him. And Dragunov's infuriated, goes for the other announce table, and then Sammy rolls out the way and he sends himself through it. And mm. they're both counted out. Maybe that's a yeah, way of doing it. Could do that way. Anyway, it's a draw. And um, Dragunov goes back down to NXT, continues to defend his belt. But I just think it's sown the seeds, sown the seeds mm. for when Dragunov is eventually called up. Because I think they'd have a good match together. I think they'd have a banger. 
And I think the thing that made me change it from Carmelo is that I think I've pitched this exact pitch before with Carmelo. Oh. I can't remember who against, but like my my go-to was like, Hayes comes out and has a banger of a match. And I thought, I can't do that again. Yeah. Big P will know. I'm sure Big P will know if you've done that pitch before. I'm sure her name was Polly. I'm saying Big P because I'm not sure oh, what the name was. I thought you meant Pachitti. No, not Big <laughs> P. He doesn't watch these. He's Bigger P. He keeps a tally. Yeah. Big P. Oh, Polly who emailed into the... About the yeah, yeah, she had yeah, all the yeah, stats yeah. a little while ago. Yeah, I'm sure remember. her name was Polly. That was class. Yeah, that. Polly, yeah. I think. Mm. That was, I like it, by the way. Thank you. I did, I did Sammy versus Dragunov. Yes, please. Okay. It's one hell of a kickoff show you've booked there. Yeah. No, sorry, that happened That's in the mid-show. Oh, second. He comes out in the middle of the show and says, Charles Carl, Crown Jill, right? <laughs> takes it over. It's a yes for me because Sammy Wow Wow literally makes his debut in that pitch there on, on screen. Wow, wow. Do you remember? Because he says wow. Yeah, he says wow. So it's Sammy yeah, Wow Wow. Sammy Wow Wow. It's one of the great wow. mysteries of mis- many of uh, recent times there, Andrew. It was a Sammy Wow Wow. Who was it looking? I can't remember who was looking for Sammy. I'll let Ross, but he wow. knocks on the locker room door. Yeah, I'll let Ross take it from here because. Oh no! no. Why, why? You? I don't know because I thought you. <laughs> I thought you were the big fan of the Sammy Wow Wow. I thought you were as well. That's I why you put God. Sammy Wow in the thing. Wow. Chad Gable's Chad like, Gable, oh, "What are you looking yeah. for? Sammy Wow Wow? Oh, he's he's not here." But it's just no. There's no, there's no explanation. There's no reason for it. Oh. It's clearly a real nickname backstage for Sammy that they've Sammy just decided wow. to pop the boys on camera with. Oh. Yeah, but it. I didn't. It was never. No one ever found Never out explained. why. Yeah. No. Oh, it's a mystery. It might it have been. It might have been when he was being Shorty G as well. It might have been during that time. Oh, maybe. Shorty G, remember that? What a time. He was embracing the bullies, and becoming a bigger person. But in real life, yeah. he was actually being bullied just by being Vince bullied. McMahon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, just as we all are. By no, it's a good card. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say by being made to watch Crown Jewel. No, it's a good. It's a stacked lineup. <laughs> it is a good card. They've done it again. They've they, the last few like B show pay per views. I've thought Triple H has lost a bit of momentum. It's not quite as good as it was when it was in Puerto Rico or in London, and now he's bloody saved the big one for the Saudi Arabia show, mm-hmm. which would the crowd would go huge for anything over there. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but we are looking forward to it because the card is stacked. I think you said it could be a WrestleMania card. It could start. be with these matches, mm. I think. Mm. And we will be covering it for you uh, on YouTube. Are you doing the you predictions? That yeah, me, uh, yeah, me and Adam will be doing predictions. They'll go live tomorrow. And then we're also doing the live stream, youtube.com forward slash cultaholic forward slash live. So look out for that. And I'll be doing what happened at immediately after the show. Ross is off next. I thought I'll actually get it done. I forgot that it's on Saturday night, isn't it? Ross, so I was about to be like, sadly, no WTF moments. Oh, but... People don't care if it's there or not. Aye, yeah, but uh, yeah, well, I'll watch it on Saturday night and record it on Sunday morning so it'll get done. Richard, you... I'm going to make Richard work on are Sunday. Are you <laughs> just having a week off? Or are you going somewhere? I'm going to Bruce Dortmund away. Oh. So I might not come back. This might be on my last pitches video, whether uh... I get killed or get lost. One of the two. God, there's another, <laughs> another Champions, <laughs> Champions League game so soon after. The... Next week. Wow. A wow. week tomorrow, week yesterday, sorry, is we're sat here. Oh, fantastic. Um, El Fantastic. El Fantastic. Um, and that's been nine pitches for Crown Jewel. Thank you, Ross and Andrew, for joining me on this <coughs> wonderful journey. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers, man. man. Sorry. <laughs> See you. Cool. Oh, no way. And remember, life's a pitch. And, and then, then you die. die. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.